1: absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell gmgp good morning good morning good morning good people it is monday august the 7th 2023 y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with ray g y'all know i appreciate y'all being in the building today who we got in the group i see seven goat rings was happening with you baby uh seven goat rings in the building good morning good morning good people i need that distraction today r.i.p grandma 77 years strong you will be missed i love you rest in, rest in heaven rest in power seven Goat rings is gmod we appreciate you being here my man and uh prayers and blessings to you my god thank you for being here and much love sending much love and vibes your way Dynasty Barry in the building, Shane Joe, Patrick Price, what's going on? Long Beach native in the building, Zach in the building, Ricardo, Jimbo. Man, we got a lot of people in here, man. What's up, my girl Joe in the building, FF Pariah, Uh, Jay Peters. Got a good crew in the building today. Happy y'all joined in. As you can see, Mrs. GQ did not like the old setup. She told me I needed to switch it back. So uh Jay Rich is laughing. I see him behind the show. I'm laughing. glad you Jay brought Rich, it up, up so I didn't in, have right to. Girl. What are you laughing at, Jay Rich?
0: I was gonna make a joke about how you hired her to be your new designer of the room. And I and I was gonna she bring didn't it like up it. subtly. She but didn't like it's just it. funny because this is where you started, and then you changed it, and now you're changing it back. And I swear you changed it back the other way again. Uh but it looks great. It looks great. Thank, it you. Looks great. She great Thank you. She did a great Thank job. She did a great job. Thank you. All, I, all the
1: all the effort, all the work of moving the
0: wires, the cameras, the she lights. Did. She did it it's
1: all, a, and she killed it. It's a pain. It's she a pain in the ass moving this. The camera, the lighting <laughs> oh, yeah. is all. Everything is different, man. But good to be here today. We got a lot to talk about. Week two NFL training camp in the books. We got a lot of good stuff yep. on tap for you today. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff this week, Jay. Last night was the debut the debut of destination chill so yes, scott connor and myself brand new show on the youtube channel it was only going to be on youtube we had a lot of people say we don't have a youtube can you please put it on the pod so jay rich we'll, we'll probably put it up yeah we'll probably put it up on the pod for those who missed it but scott connor and yep. i every single week right now sundays in the off season we'll move it to wednesday in season because no one's going to watch during sunday night football he and i are going to get on and just talk Strategy, talk, philosophy. I had an interesting episode on Untitled that dropped and it really struck uh, Scott, man. He said he's been thinking about this and he's got some thoughts and some feelings about the direction of Dynasty. So we kicked that series off last night. Uh, Jay, Destination Dynasty dropped today. You've got your show straight to the bank tomorrow. We got 40 on Friday, off the line on Thursday. We got Overreaction on Wednesday. So we got a lot of good stuff on tap for everybody today. Jay, anything you want to say to people? Before we get into some uh, some quick little news, I want to talk a little college before we get going. Today, mm-hmm. man. Is that all
0: right? No, I, I I think we get into it. This is, um, you know, we talked about it a little bit pre-show and yesterday. I think this is a bigger story than people really realize today. But I think over the long term, it will be good for everybody. But let's dive into the massive news, Ray, that shocked the world. Maybe not shocked the world, but it was big yeah. for college football that happened last week. And it happened so fast. And I'd love your thoughts on that. With the Pac-12 basically dissolving overnight, mm-hmm. but right, tell the people exactly what happened and kind of your perspective on the situation yeah. with this whole super conference forming.
1: Long story short, there it's just transitioned into three super conferences in college. We saw Oregon and Washington leave the Pac-12, uh, accept invitations to the Big Ten. They joined UCLA, USC. Uh, Arizona's accepted an invitation to the Big Twelve. So, conference realignment in college football, in, in college sports, right? Conference realignment, yeah in collegiate sports overall. And and you're already seeing a trickle effect of this, Jay. So I just, listen, it's something I'll talk with Matt Bruining about quite a bit. Shout out to C2C, Campus De Canton. But I think we're definitely headed through to three power conferences and how this impacts rookies. I mean, Jay, we were talking about it last night. Think about how many rookies that we're drafting or we're talking about. The Zay Flowers, the the Tajay Spears, Roshan, Michael Wilson. How many of these guys were at the Senior Bowl or East-West Shrine game? I think... Because yep. of this, it's going to make those all star games even more important for some of these rookies. If if all attention, you said it last night, why the hell do I need to watch anything else when I can get everything I need from the SEC, the Big Ten, and, and the Big who Ten. else is left, right? Like, I, I can just get everything. ACC, from those Big 12, yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's just, it's going to be interesting to follow this, man. I think this is a much bigger deal than a lot of people think right now. And it could change the way we view collegiate sports uh, collegiate football, basketball in general, but yeah, super conference formation is underway right now, Jay.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really interesting, but I think from just like a wholesale perspective, like you said, you know, you got Fox owns the bigs and then ESPN owns sec. And it's like, you know, you'll watch some ACC, maybe some Clemson games, but I think this is where you'll get almost a consolidation of fandom to one of the two conferences whether the whether it's the sec or the big 10 because now not only are great teams there but even more great teams are coming yeah. there as well and and bigger schools and and massive fan bases all flooding to these same two conferences so it'll be very interesting to see how it shakes out for rookies but yeah you're you made a great point like i'm sure scouts will still be everywhere but it's a lot easier to just watch big 10 games or just watch sec games when you're a casual fan or an analyst you know like we are um, it'll be a lot harder, I think, because again, these TV deals are no longer going to exist for some of these smaller conferences and maybe they'll all be on Apple. And maybe that's the way we watch college football in the future, which would be really interesting. But um, I think it's going to be big and I, I'm excited for it personally, because, you know, I'm not the biggest like college football head. You give me all the games and the Big Ten and the SEC and I will be a happy, happy yeah, person. I love it. I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting. I've got feelings about it. I worked in college athletics for 10 years. So, yeah. My heart goes out to the other sports that don't get uh that that Every other be impacted negatively you already see uh collegiate athletes from other sports transferring because of the scheduling for family like I joined yep. uh this school because I thought I'd be playing close to home but now we're going to the Big 10 everything is on the east coast like I've got to move mm-hmm. so it's kind of unfortunate, but we'll see how this plays out. Caleb Williams, QB1, Arizona Cardinals, uh, future first-round quarterback. Mm-hmm. Jay, but there's a lot of uh, risers and fallers over here on old underdog fantasy and uh, a very familiar name over here on these DD streets, man. So let's get to the underdog risers and fallers right now from the biggest
0: and brightest stars to the last round pick we have you covered for everything on underdog fantasy let's get into it and let's get that money baby all right ray so we have seen quite a bit of movement especially over the last week or so obviously training camp is in full swing and everyone has takes there's videos galore there's highlights there's low lights and there's tons of coach speak interviews all these things that are just fluctuating the value Of all these players, but one player that for a while was really quiet, Ray, that finally it seems like players, teammates, coaches are really hyping up. Number one riser on underdog is Dalton Kincaid, Ray. Uh Uh-oh. We have been, we've had a mixed bag. favorite player
1: in all of fantasy. He loves Dalton Kincaid. We're going to talk about Dalton Kincaid the next show. He loves him. We will get into Dalton Kincaid for sure, but he is rising and people are in. And it's crazy because he
0: was dynasty tight end six and he was overvalued to a lot of people because he's still a rookie, but he was a first round pick. You have James Cook who broke off a big run in the scrimmage. So people are all in on him. Zay Flowers, right? Best receiver on the team. Rashawn Bateman on the pup. Odell Beckham Jr. Old ACL injuries. Maybe washed. Zay Flowers could be the number one on the team Darren Waller we will talk about I know you're Mm -hmm. very excited about all the Giants clips that are coming out we got Jalen Hyatt we got Darren Waller galore it is going to be a blast but I think the bigger thing here is the fallers are just as scary for me a lot of the usual suspects with Kadarius Tony JK Dobbins Traylon Burks but Ray Jonathan Taylor I need to ask you about Jonathan Taylor Talk this dude me. is almost falling out of the second round on underdog right yep. now. That is how scared people are. This dude yep. was a borderline first round pick. And while uh, in the first round, I was telling you, you know, early in underdog drafts, I think that's a little bit too high for him, just based off what it project. But the second, like back in the second, third round, how do you pass on Jonathan Taylor? And then Jonathan Mingo is the other faller. All of the Carolina Panthers are falling right now on underdog. Adam Thielen, Mingo, Terrace Marshall. They're just a little bit more uh, bearish on this panthers offense even though you know i know you're a big fan of uh, bryce young but i mean i think the bigger story here really is jonathan taylor like for a guy whose adp is so high it fell over 10 percent this week right his adp is 22. he fell four slots that's that's crazy that's insane levels of falling down the board and i need to ask you
1: would you draft him at the back of the second round Hell yeah! I was just in like three drafts last night. Every time I can get the discount on Jake, he's going to play. Like he's going yep. to play. Is he going to play week seventeen? I don't know, man. I mean, like I'm just being. I don't know. I'm <laughs> we'll not. See. I don't know. But I'm willing to take that bet. So I have still been drafting Jonathan Taylor. It's allowed me to build teams where you start out. You could start out Justin Jefferson, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry. You know what I mean. That is yeah, within easily. the realm of outcome, right? You can have um, just a dominant Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Ramondre Stevenson. One, two, three. I'm yep. taking I'm taking the shot in best ball where I can get I can draft 300 teams. I'm definitely taking the shot on JT at this suppressed value because I do believe he will play. How much are we going to get? How motivated will he be because he kind of has to play? I don't know, but I'm willing to still take some shots on Jonathan Taylor based on the suppressed ADP. Uh, Dalton Kincaid rising to the top, Zay Flowers, uh, Darren Waller. So uh, Joe said in the chat, what happened to fading rookie tight ends? We'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get to the rookie tight ends in a little bit. But, Jay, I tweeted it out yesterday, man. I I think we can make the case quite easily for Darren Waller to be tight end two this year in fantasy, so I love okay. seeing the rise tight end two, not three, not That's four. That's a little bold. Why like, is? Okay. But why? Why? Because you're wait, hold on, hold on. Let me say this. Why? Because you're so used to and comfortable with just saying Mark Andrews, right? But yet everyone's oh, telling no. me, oh, uh, more passes, and you got count, you got Jay Flowers, you got Odell Beckham, Isaiah Likely is going to play. Like when I'm looking at the Giants right now. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Jones and the camps, but you're looking at all the reports, and he's the most targeted giant that they have by far. They just they got to take him out of place so he can throw to somebody else. if he's healthy and motivated, when we thought Darren Waller was healthy last year, he was tight in three. People driving. So what why is it so out of the realm that he could be one spot higher than what he was coming into the season? So I don't think that's a crazy take. I'm all in. On Waller this fall, I, I think this is wheels up for Darren Waller, no doubt about. It. Who else are they going to throw to? Who else are they going to throw to? It's
0: fair. It's, it will be you. You won't necessarily want a guy right on the roster other than Darren Waller because it will be spread out a lot. It'll be spread thin amongst all the players on the roster. And I'm with you. I, if I was targeting anybody, it would be Darren Waller because he does have a lot of upside, especially at his ADP right now. I would Waller's probably put him as my two.
1: Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, Jay. You got one right here. We got we got one. We got our first doozy today. This might be you. What? This might be you behind the scenes. What? Waller's not worth the risk of where you need to take him. For me pivoting to Sam Laporta. What? Um,
0: that's that's
1: yeah. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna wait on Waller for Sam Laporta. I I don't or pass on Waller to take Sam Laporta. I don't think that would be the. The optimal strategy that I would uh, I would take, but to each his own. Jay, go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. N- I, honestly, Ray, this this question,
0: this statement,
1: just it yeah, threw, it threw me, me, for, me a loop, for a loop. But yes, well. um, Waller
0: is going to be great, and especially when we talk about underdog, best ball, ceiling projections. Please, for the love of God, take Darren Waller before Sam Laporta, and no, it is not worth waiting. He is truly a guy who could be a difference maker in fantasy football. Yes. And I love what I'm seeing from the Giants and Darren Waller already. And as we've mentioned so many times, Ryan Dable is a phenomenal coach. Stop doubting what this guy will do yeah. with his playmakers. He made sure they got Darren Waller. He will get him the ball. It is a matter of health, not a matter of whether or not Darren Waller will be good in this system.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you as well. And everybody's saying, oh, he's, a, he's an injury report, an injury report. Uh, I mean, we already knew that, who, and that's why isn't? he's not a top who isn't eight in the NFL? tight end right now. Who isn't, who isn't yeah. a walking injury risk in the NFL? It's football. Who isn't, That right? was Evan
0: Ingram last uh, season. Uh, we right? got it. Walking He'll be, injury. Here we go.
1: Here's the analysis we need. He'll be injured yeah. by week four. Just the, the definitive, I know when he's going to be hurt, so don't take him. Draft Sam Laporta yep. instead because he's hurt by week four. Perfect analysis this morning. Um, let's Nailed talk it. through some of the fallers really quickly. J.K. Dobbins still not in camp
0: yeah i don't know man. surprise
1: surprise wants uh, a contract guess I what jk know.
0: not gonna get it yeah not well, gonna get it yeah right um, uh tony tony still injured right J- justin ross hype through the roof right first the very first U- ud riders and fallers with not a single kansas city chief i was blown away blown away no chiefs receivers on the riders and Fallers this week i was elated, yeah. but justin yeah. ross sky Moore. And Rasheed Rice, there were like seven, eight, and nine on my list, so they're still definitely Traylon flying Burks, up his underdog though. boards. Why is
1: Traylon? Why is Traylon Burks falling? What what is up with that? Traylon out that there. That was a little surprising, I mean, but Traylon people Traylon are still here, man, you know Moss and people look at this catch, man. They got Traylon falling. <laughs> What's going on, Jay? Jumping over folks, ripping the ball away. One on. Why is Traylon falling, Jay?
0: People are just not sold on the offense, and I I can't say I blame them, and Hopkins is a big deal, but I am definitely surprised. I'm definitely surprised to see him still falling, because I think that the talent is definitely still there, and we know what he can do. I would be considering buying him. I think he's a pretty good value, honestly, right now. He's not in a range that's overly expensive. Just, I think we all know that the upside isn't quite there. I mean, he's in the same range right now, Ray, as Brandon Cooks, Zay Flowers, uh, Elijah Moore... Who else is there? Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, Rashad Bateman. Like he could be the best receiver out of that bunch, but if someone else is better, I wouldn't be shocked. I think he's a good value right now, and I definitely would be targeting him a little bit in some of these drafts because he's pretty cheap right now.
1: Pretty yeah. cheap. I like yeah. him. Pretty cheap. All right, Jay. Yeah, um, I think that's about it. You talked. You touched on Mingo a little bit, and I talked about this on the episode of the Rookie Report. Uh, my man Damian Parson, DP Scout for uh, Draft Network, was there uh, during Panthers camp, and he was telling me about Mingo and what he saw and. Said he looked good, man, but he, he did say, you know, probably going to take a little bit of time for him to get it together, young, but for sure, big, fast, same things that we saw at the Senior Bowl. So underdog drafts are wild right now, man. They're wild. I'm, I'm doing fast drafts right now. I'm about, got about 30 teams left in BBM4 before I'm maxed out. So trying to, trying to be patient with that one and, and make sure I utilize those darts the right way. But we're close to maxing out BBM4. I'm going to win 3 million. I am going to Let's quit go. my job. And uh, just do this really? full time after I win that three million. Yeah, man. Put it in a nice okay. interest bearing account. All right, I'll take probably oh, like smart man. Probably take like six hundred thousand yeah. and jack Whoops. off with that. You know what I mean? Not <laughs> literally, but you what? know what I'm saying. I'll kind of just play with the money. But neither here nor there, Jay. Uh, speaking of money, we've got a brand new partnership, a brand new announcement. We do um, that's totally free for everybody for the month of August. So. For the month of August, Jay Rich and myself have teamed up with Mitch Carl, my Spari, and the DFS and Donuts team to bring you picks all damn year. Man, we're doing this over on Dub Club. Month of August is free. You get prize picks, sleeper, underdog. You get books that are global. You get domestic books. We've got over 10 cappers talking picks and plays all day for every single sport. Jay is pretty dope. And again, it is free 99 for the month of august and we are hot right now Jay rich talk about dub club your picks plays and where people need to go to to sign up for this
0: i think the crazy thing man it's all sports it's not just baseball football's on the way like we have nba guys pga guys mma guys like all kinds of sports for everything you want and it's all free like yep. we're making money left right and center you see it when we're posted on twitter you see mitch posting it well he's i mean that guy wins like cra- if you just want to tail picks tail mitch you don't yeah. even have to like our picks don't. they are entirely free you will make money all month long and the we highly encourage you to stick with us link in the description yeah it'll link be good in the description it's been great so far yeah james link in the description to sign up completely free Get in there, make some money with us all month. And hopefully we have you around beyond that because it's been great. And we've been making a ton of money and you see it. Just hop in there, go to the Sparring Winners Three? and you will see a ton of slips, man. And then we've just been making money all month long. It's only been seven days, but I'm already up, I think, $300. Just tailing the picks, man. Just tailing the picks.
1: There it is, $3.99. baby. $3.99. Make some money. Sign up over on Dub Club, man. Sign up on Dub Club. Link in the description. Jay, training camp. Week two. News and notes. we got injuries, holdouts. We've got pickups. We got people getting suspended. We got people playing well. Let's get into the show, baby. Let's have some fun. What's happening?
0: I don't know what's happening. I don't know what he's doing.
1: What the hell is going on?
0: What's
1: up? What's happening? All right, Jay, give us uh, the the quick hitting
0: news and notes. What do we got? So we have Cooper Cup with his hamstring injury. We never talked about that last week because it did pop up. He's expected to probably hold up for a couple of weeks. I don't know whether we should be concerned.
1: Uh, Big
0: fan of Cooper Cup, man, big fan. Um, But historically, hamstring injuries are not great, especially in the preseason. That is a bit of a problem for us. And obviously when you're drafting him at the top, like wide receiver three overall, it's a little dicey. And he has fallen a little bit in drafts, but I would not be off of what we expect from Cooper Cup. The more concerning news, Ray, resolves around Joe Burrow. We did touch on Joe Burrow's injury when it happened, but the problem is, is Jamar Chase was interviewed interviewed at Bengals camp and he said, guess what, Joe? I don't want you back. I don't want you back for week one. I don't want you back for week two. If it takes till week five, no
1: problem. I just yeah, want you back that?
0: fully healthy. I, I, I don't know if it was Chase was just, just, just throwing a, a, a week around, but that was... That was a little bit much for me, Chase. You can, you don't have to say yeah. that. You can just say, yeah. just sit out, be back when you're ready. And he referenced his hip injury because he said, I believe it was, I think it was two weeks he sat out extra, or at least one week for sure, when he thought he could come back, but he stayed right. out an extra week to make sure he was fully healthy. And obviously, Chase last season in a points per game basis was phenomenal. I believe he was like wide receiver four, wide receiver five last year. But the big thing with Burrow, right, is we need him healthy, and Ray, I. I don't know about you but this is very concerning whether you're drafting an underdog or you have him in dynasty you don't sell him but four weeks if he misses four weeks that's a big problem right that's a big big problem so that's where i'm kind of struggling a little bit with burrow but i think that he could be great uh it's just will he come back tj hawkinson ray is holding in right now so that's not great he wants a new deal totally get it though he was highly productive last season we got elijah mitchell Injured yet again. I believe he's week to week right now, so that's a bit of a problem if you own him. But we we shouldn't really be surprised by his injury, injury history. Tim Patrick and Eno Benjamin both tore their Achilles, so they will not be playing this season. Kenyon Drake Ray signed with Indy, and you have in the notes Rip Evan Hall season. D Bro is distraught right now. Marlon Mack signed in Arizona. Why would we care about that? Zach Martin Ray, your boy, fined 500K for not showing up to Dallas yeah. camp. Yeah. And every running back is still looking for work. And the last piece of news, Rage, that you that you missed, that you forgot about, Nikhil Harry signed to the Minnesota Vikings. And he's wearing, wearing number you...
1: 28. Wearing number what? 28. Oh, what? no. Oh. Oh. That is so disrespectful. Oh. It's so... That's like... Oh. I'm trying to think of the equivalent in the NBA. Who would that be like going to Chicago and wearing number 23? It, just anybody, even Demar Derozan. Like, it, I mean, it would be someone worse than no, Demar Derozan, it'd be, but it's no, like, it'd be, no, it has to be worse. It'd be like Duncan Robinson it'd be like, going to Chicago and wearing number twenty three. Just and even and even that's disrespectful
0: to Duncan Robinson. Like, that's how bad it. That's how down bad it is with Nikhil Harry. It's it's yeah. not. Good. It's it's well, I, it's what
1: a bad. What one. are they doing? A, I don't get that one. But um, yeah, Zach Martin, a little concerning that he's not in Cowboys camp. Of all the injuries, I think the Cooper Cup one, the Hammy. You just see yeah. those things linger, man. You just see those hamstrings linger. So, man, it's week one, week two of training camp. So, I, I don't know, man. It just, I would prefer that not be a hamstring injury this early. So, hopefully, things uh, turn around as far as, as that's concerned with Cooper Cup and get Zach Martin and Kenyon Drake. I mean, it's just anybody thinking the Colts are just going to turn the backfield over to like a sixth round rookie, you're insane. Like you're just, you're just out of touch with football. It's not going to happen. So. It was never going to be Evan Hole season. It's just going to be RB by committee until JT is there, and then it's going to be JT until he's not, and then it'll be RB committee. So that's just what's going to happen. But we did have football this past week, Jay. We had the Hall of Fame game. The NFL season officially ah. kicked off. The Jets versus the Browns played. No big takeaways. I think everybody was just excited to see. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson played very well. Yep. He looked very good. Izzy Abanacanda, yep. Nah, man. He's he didn't get much with, work, did he? Uh, he? He got a lot of work. He's playing against fourth and fifth stringers. He looked okay. Cedric Tillman had a couple of nice reps in the game. But other than that, there weren't any significant players that were in that game. Uh, training camp star Jason Brownlee didn't do much in the game. It was just practice. It was a it was scripted practice. Football was on. But we do get preseason this weekend or or this week. Mm-hmm. And Thank we God. know for sure that Sean Payton and the Broncos will be playing they're starters. They will not be getting time off. Sean Payton is establishing it early in his yep. career in Denver. He's got to assert that dominance. That's, that's what you got to do. You got to insert dominance, man, whether it's over your kids. You got to make sure your kids don't run you over. You got to make sure they're afraid of you. you got to make sure you incite fear in those children, Jay. When you get on Hell the plane, yeah. when you get on the airplane, let me tell you the the move. When okay. you get on the Talk plane, got to you gotta look at who's left and right. You got to assert dominance over the armrest. You got to put your, L, your arm up and claim that damn thing, you just got to do it. You have to assert dominance, and that's what Sean Payton is doing. Uh, any takeaways for you from the Hall of Fame game? Anything?
0: Uh, no, I didn't watch it. I didn't okay. watch it. Um, as Fair. much as I wanted to watch Zach Wilson throw the ball again. Um, he but did, did look you watch good. It? Is Zach his, has some good Okay, throws. good. So, he has so some good throws. Zach Wilson is back? Maybe? Could be?
1: Yeah, Joe said he was breaking tackles on almost every play. Yeah, that's not really what I saw. I thought he was okay. I thought he was okay. I was not impressed with anybody. DTR was good, though. DTR was good, but again... I did hear a
0: lot of good things about DTR. It was late late
1: versus we know who they are, but he played well. He can only do what he can do when he's on the field. So, uh, Jay, some other news that popped off this week, and I think this was uh, pretty impactful news from a variety of angles. It's something that we've been talking about on the show trying to predict, trying to trying to, trying to to figure out what's going to happen with this situation. And we got clarity. Alvin Kamara, Saints running back suspended for three games. Um, you have in the show notes, uh, how does this impact the Saints' offensive backfield? Jamal Williams, Kendra Miller, how does this impact Alvin Kamara? He's been rising on underdog fantasy. I talked about him on the show yep. with Josh Norris a couple of weeks ago, and I said that he's one of the five players that I could not stop drafting. I never thought he was going to get – especially after they settled the case, I was like, there's no way he's getting four games, six games. Some people thought he can get an eight-game suspension. He got three games. I think he's missing the Titans game, the Packers game. Yeah, which
0: is a fine game to miss.
1: Yeah, Titans, Packers. And there's one other game that was just like, all right, we'll get through that, and you'll have Alvin Kamara week four and beyond. So in your opinion, how are you feeling about AK-41, a same situation, and the three-game suspension?
0: I feel pretty good about it, honestly. Uh, The games were Titans, Panthers, and then Packers. Uh, Panthers and Packers are both on the road, so I'm not really too excited about those games either. He'll be back versus the Bucks game, right? You know, I was excited for the Saints versus the Bucks, But I'm not too uh, worried about it. You know, Underhill was on it uh, at six games, definitely under six games. He was closer to four. And honestly, this kind of felt like a handshake agreement between Alvin Kamara and Roger Goodell. We'll give you three games and you're not going to appeal, right? And we'll just move on. And, it, and that, that was kind of my whole thought behind it. Three games isn't bad, especially missing that Titans game is not a big deal at all. The Titans run defense is the best in the league. So he wasn't going to do anything in that game anyways. And now you don't have to play him, which is great. But if you're on underdog, he's obviously going to be there for the home stretch and the Saints Saints have the best schedule pretty much by far. And Ray, I don't know if you know this, but the Saints play, I believe, 14 of their 17 games in domes this season. And their games that aren't in domes are in Tampa and Jacksonville. So basically, Mm -hmm. they don't hit the cold all year long. And as you can see here on Twitter, Ray G showing off Alvin Kamara running that nice corner route, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Very good from AK. Another player that I think will just get some touches, but I'm curious how they work in Kendra because I think he will factor in early. And the question is, can he carve out a role throughout the season at some point and maybe even take some work from Jamal Williams, it probably will be a bit of a, a bit of a problem backfield, but overall AK will still do his thing. And at his ADP right now, definitely still a value.
1: Yeah. Especially, I mean, listen, three games. I'm not worried. I mean, if you're going to miss three, miss them early. I'd rather you miss three early, yeah. come in week four fresh. And the reality is he's, he's still Alvin Kamara. Like he is. I, I don't know why people think that Kendra Miller is like, yeah, I'm just going to ask you just a very simple can you envision a world in which Alvin Kamara is holding the clipboard healthy for a rookie third round running back that didn't do anything throughout OTAs minicamp just got on the field during training camp. They brought in the NFL leading touchdown score last year yes, they and did. Jamal like, like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing?
0: Yeah, like he'll just, be between the twenties, right? Some, that's that's the problem. Some
1: sense of of reality here. Like this is just not going to happen. Absent Kamara being injured, absent him being suspended for the year, he's not he's not backing up Kendra. It's not happening, Jay. And I'm the I, no Kendra Truther. I mean, he was RB what three for me in the pre-draft process. I'm like, yo, this dude mm-hmm. is dope. But this is a next year play. This is not a 2023 season play. Can he get some work? Can he make some splash plays? Yes. But he's not going to take over the backfield for Alvin Kamara. It's this is it's not going to happen. It's not. I, I and I am speaking in absolute absent an entry. It's not happening, Jay. It won't. Do, so, question for you though. Do
0: you think he can take Jamal Williams' role no, in the offense? No, he's not. Because taking, I don't think no, he can either. No. Yeah. No. I think, he's he can not I think Jamal Williams role, will be the goal back, And yes. that's the problem. He's like, not there's no reason not to use him that role. way because he was so good there last season. Like, people and so, if relax, he gets work early, man. between the 20s, low usage player, he may break off a big run, big run here or there, but it won't be very often. Won't be very often.
1: Well, and then, I mean, <laughs> I get Serge 18 a little sarcastic here, but I get his point. And then you still got Taysom Mill that somehow, some way, going to run the ball four times a game. Oh, yeah. He's just going to get four carries out of nowhere. And this is not <laughs> anti-Kendray. This is not hating on Kendra Miller. I love... Tr- go, type in Ray GQ and Kendra Miller. Love him, but the reality is he's not playing and taking those guys' jobs. It's not happening, man. Mm-hmm. I don't give a... It's not happening in 2023. So... Kamara three game suspension. Cool. Let Jamal, Kendra, whomever they bring in to be that third running back. Let them rotate carries. Once Kamara's in, put him right in the role that he's that he was bred for. Right, that pass catching running back role. Let him let him do what he did pre twenty twenty one. Go look at Kamara twenty one and twenty two. The reason why his numbers dipped, they had to pound him up the gut like he was damn Mark Ingram. You go back to 2020 and earlier where he was only getting about 190 carries a season, 180 rush attempts and then getting all the passing work. That's how you get top 5 Kamara. So, I'm yep. I am uh, I'm happy that he'll be on the field uh, for more of the fantasy season and he's only going to miss 3 games. You can backfill and I think you can have you a nice uh, back in RB1 on your hands once he's on the field and playing. So pretty excited about that. But Kamara, Kendra are not the only running backs, Jay, that are getting buzz this training camp. We've got a lot of backup running backs getting a lot of buzz right now out here in these uh, fantasy football streets. And three of the hot names on the market this week, Jay. Jacksonville Jaguars rookie running back Tank Bigsby. We've got DeAndre Swift, who some say should be the starter in Philadelphia. And then Pittsburgh Steelers running back Jalen Warren also getting a lot of buzz and hype coming out of Steelers camp, Jay. So when we look at the backup running back market, when we look at Najee and Warren, you look at Swift, Rashad mm-hmm. Penny, Kenneth Gainwell, you look at Tank Bigsby, Travis Etienne, and maybe there are a couple of others that we're we're not uh, thinking about right now. I don't want to bring in AJ Dillon. We kind of know what his yeah. role is. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bring up those guys, right? No Malik Davis. But when you're looking at these three Bigsby, Swift, Jalen Warren, are you interested in any of these guys? And do you think there's a world in which And we're just going off of what we're hearing in training camp, said he's the best pass-catching running back that they have, he's explosive, you get him at the goal line. Do you think there's any standalone value for these guys to carve out a role this season in fantasy while being the 1B to a 1A? So
0: my answer would be the only one that I think has a shot would be Tank Bigsby. I don't know if I would trust DeAndre Swift to carve out a serious role. Maybe he could carve out a pass-catching role, but at the same time, Kenneth Gainwell is also a great pass-catcher, knows the system, and has been successful in that system for years. So why would they just bring in DeAndre Swift and take his role away entirely? They've never done that. They've added pieces, but it doesn't necessarily take away from the total pie. Everyone kind of just gets their work and it is what it is. So you're praying that Swift has a big game, scored a touchdown. And if not, he probably busts for you versus Tank Bigsby, who, if he is the best pass catching running back on the team, I wouldn't say I'd be shocked. But I think this is also kind of what we heard about with Travis Etienne last year. He's a great pass catching running back. He's making all the right things. He's, he's looking great with his hands. And then this year it's like, oh, he's really not that good. And it's, he looks like he did in college. But I think about Jalen Warren and, and, you know, based off what his cost is, and especially the upside, if Najee did get hurt, I think would be tremendous. And and he, all we're hearing is that they're operating on the field at the same time. He's going to be playing on third downs. And so I think if there was a player that I would pick to have the upside, especially when I am pretty bullish on Kenny Pickett to at least progress this season and, and look better, it would be Jalen Warren. Because I think you talk about touches and especially snaps per game. Most consistent would probably be Jay Lemoore because he's already pretty established in the offense. There's no competition for him. It's him and Najee, that's it. I think it's kind of the same with Etienne and Bigsby, um, but we don't really know what Bigsby's gonna do because he's a rookie. And then Swift, we have no clue how much they're gonna use him. He's the best pass-catching running back in camp one day. And then it's Rashad Penny's the lead. And then Ken Gamble, so there, Boston Scott, like no one's going anywhere and we can't project the snaps. So I would take Jalen Moore and myself of all of them. But I think that Bixby could carve out a role at the goal line. And if he can be the pass-catching back, be pretty valuable in fantasy. But I think the problem is, is like ETN only caught, I believe, like two and a half passes per game last year. So the targets yeah. were very low for ETN, even though he was explosive when he did get the ball.
1: Man, there's some good names popping up um, in the chat as well. Joe dropped a name in here. Kyron Williams was also another one that is getting some, yes. some positive. And again, listen, folks, th- the whole title of the show is "Training Camp News and Notes." So we're just we're we're, we're talking off of what's happening in the limited opportunity, uh, limited tape, or limited information that we have. But I heard the same thing about Kyron Williams. I heard that surprise surprise is the best pass blocking running back they have yes. which he was he was phenomenal at Notre Dame in that department he was incredible but we know he can catch the ball he he's an it's an interesting it's interesting with these guys man all these sort of failed first year rookie running backs they've all kind of resurfaced a little bit like Kyron mm-hmm. Williams getting some buzz I don't know if you've seen out of la. But Isaiah Spiller getting some buzz out, out of out of Los Angeles. So it's interesting Let's to go. see if you can hang on and just hang on long enough, stay on a <laughs> roster, continue to get active, like you may get a shot. So I think I'm I'm interested in all these guys. I agree wholeheartedly. You could look at what Pittsburgh did last year. I did a film breakdown on Warren. He's going to play. They they are they're yeah. already showing formations where they're running pony sets, two running back sets. Warren is more explosive than Najee. Najee's just a massive human being he's just a, they're two different type of running backs I think it's a deadly combination and I think there are some other second year sort of rookies second year backup running backs that are getting some buzz uh you know as, as the backup that should be talked about DeAndre Swift I want to see it happen man like I want to see it happen on this good offense
0: I just don't, I don't know it, man I don't know like I don't know and, and the cost yeah. isn't isn't really that cheap either that's Hold on, oh, no, I got to give. Hold on, man. now like, we've
1: been we've been getting on my man Roth Kane for yeah. a little bit, but we got to give him some love here because he said Jerome Ford and Jerome Ford got the uh, starter treatment on Thursday. Didn't even play, didn't dress, yeah. didn't play. So got that starter treatment. Good call right there, Roth. Good call right there, Jay. The real hype, man. The real hype oh. is happening at wide receiver, I can't and I'm gonna do pull this. this I'm gonna pull this dog up first, Jay. I'm gonna pull the dog of all dogs up. He just got that dog. This. You know who I'm talking about? GP, George Pickens just got that dog. We're just gonna scroll through to it. Just look at all the George Pickens. Look at him dog, crossover through his legs. I mean, I You look at he's him, such Jay, a fool, I love man. Him. I I mean, I I know he's not worth probably the cost for fantasy, but how could you not love George? I just love watching George Pickens play football, Jay. His cost, his, value, his fantasy value, that's a whole different conversation, Jay. But when you're just talking about a play, how can you not love watching George Pickens, man? No separation, just great catches time after time again. Doesn't, doesn't give a damn about separating. I mean, look at let's just look at the feet. Look at the feet, Jay. George Pickens, how could you That was not a really like nice him? catch. I really like that great catch. It's a great catch. Great catch. Really Talk like about catch. Pickens, man.
0: I mean, he's probably going <laughs> to skyrocket in ADP because every yes. every time he makes. Every and this time. is where, like Ray, this is where, like, it's funny. So I tweeted out when the the crazy catch
1: down the sideline. Yeah, yeah, he made, like, yeah, yeah.
0: Insanity. Credit to George Pickens. The catch was insane. The um, jo- hold but real quick, why Joe just I've, said it.
1: Joe just hit it. She's like Pickens. I don't care for him, but dang the highlights this season. I'm yeah, with that's
0: you, Joe. That's what it is.
1: But I watch right? the highlights. I'm yes. not really
0: drafting him. I'm not really picking him. I'm not trading for him. It's just the thing with Pickens. Is that he will make great plays, but people—he's the perfect case of why you need to watch the film a bit more on Pickens, <laughs> or just like watch the game. Because yes, he will make spectacular plays, and like look no further than it was Week One, right? He made the the catch scene around the world, yeah. Um, and everyone was talking about George Pickens, and he didn't really do a whole lot after that. He, he had a good season
1: for a rookie. A good season. He had a good season.
0: season. Eight hundred yards, I believe, is is the number. Uh, yeah, he had, he had a good a season. But it was just again, it's he again and I think it was Jordan McNamara who tweeted this out after the catch he skyrocketed up to dynasty wide receiver 16 in ADP wow and now I think he's like wow, wow. So, but see this is and this is where I wow. love owning a George Pickens in dynasty not because I want the player but because the community Ray the community loves him and when he yeah. does stuff like this like making these crazy catches people want George Pickens. And that's the biggest thing is that as much as I'm not the biggest George Pickens fan, I think the role in the offense is still behind Deontay. So we'll see what it becomes, but he's a guy you want to own because you can trade him so easily. And he always makes highlight plays. And I think that's where the value really comes from is like, people want the upside of what he could be. And he does have a lot of upside. I don't know if it's going to be realized for him, but where are you at with Pickens and how do you feel about him? Because, you know, the rest of the list is kind of, so, guys that probably have a lower ceiling than Pickens so, does right now.
1: So the, the question is this, for everybody listening, everybody watching, here's the setup, right? So we got year two wide receivers, and we're trying to rank them based on the camp buzz, right? And you touch on a very good point, and I want to say two things. One, there is a world in which players get better, Jay. You know you know this, Absolutely. right? Players can get better. So if let's just vibe with me, people. Let's just say... It's not Deontay Johnson. It's not Calvin Austin. It's not—George Pickens is the wide receiver one for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's going to be the guy to get 140 targets. He's going to be the downfield threat. He's going to be the red zone threat. There's absolutely a world in which George Pickens utilizes this God-given talent because he is a talented kid. There's no doubt about it, Jay. He's got the size. He's got the requisite speed. Catch radius is outstanding. He's got that dog in him, right? Like he's got the requisite talent. It's just the opportunity. It's just it wasn't there at the volume that we needed it to be uh as yeah. a rookie for him to be really impactful in fantasy. But there is a world in which that happens. But even if it doesn't, the reason why I do want him is because it only takes one George Pickens. He's it takes one. One George Pickens highlight real catch. What he did versus Cleveland, I believe, was the game last year where yeah. he had the crazy catch. And his value is going to spike up. And then in Dynasty, you can take that, tear down, cash out, sell him for future capital. But there is a world, because there are some people in the chat who are like, I'm buying into the talent. I don't give a damn what y'all are saying. I like this kid. He'll figure it out. He's going to be the one. So I talked about this on Saturday. There's no right or wrong way to Dynasty. I want to be very mindful of that moving forward. Everybody does not have to play the same. We all don't have to think alike. I'm a lawyer. Like that's what I that's what I am. Like I went to law. That's my trained profession. I want to look at things from both sides of the fence. So I can see a world in which Pickens does get better. He develops into the one. And you got a dope player who the fantasy community loves. And I can also see another side of that of that equation, Jay, where he's just a really dope player, makes some awesome highlight catches and never really impactful enough to where you have to have this guy on your rosters. And some of the other year two wide receivers, Jay, that I wanted to bring up. When talking about Pickens, you got George Pickens, uh, Traylon yep. Burks, Sky yep. Moore, Christian Watson, and I am going to bring out Justin Ross because it looks like at this point, he's a lock to make this roster. Everything that I'm reading yep. from Kansas City is he is making the 53. If I had to ask you, based on what you've seen, what you've heard of these receivers, and no, I didn't include Drake London and Chris Olave yeah, and Gary Yeah, tier like, above. Yeah, we'll leave them out. Maybe I could have thrown do- Jahan Dotson in on this as for well. We, we put sure. Jahan Dotson in here. Who would you have, based on what you've seen, based on the teams, based on the buzz from camp and how they're going to be integrated into these offenses, who do you want? Pickens, Burks, Moore, Ross, Watson, Dotson, who you in on?
0: The guy that I would pick is Christian Watson. Um, again, I think he's going to be the bona fide one on the team, and I think that's probably a guaranteed 120-ish targets. Um, I mean, I haven't looked at the offense said, entirely, I'm sorry, but I would imagine. You said Watson? Yeah, Christian Watson, Christian Watson. So I think Watson would be the guy just because, again, we talk about opportunity and volume in fantasy. I think it will be there for Christian Watson, almost guaranteed. He should be the one on the team. They drafted him very high. He was great last season. Um, And when you just compare him to Pickens, his yard per route run was like 1.98 and Pickens's was like 1.5, right? Which already is a pretty drastic difference. and, And Christian Watson's closer to that really good slash elite tier and Pickens is kind of like average to pretty good and I think he could take a step up absolutely you know I think both could see a similar target share but there's also a world where maybe Pickens doesn't get the target share because there's a lot of players there that are talented but I think you know like you mentioned the departure of Chase Claypool was great for him and he only had 84 targets last year and we fully expect that to go way up in 2023 Um, but after that you know it would be Watson then Pickens And then I would say it's a bit of a tear down. Uh, And I would go Burks, Sky Moore, and then Justin Ross. I do want your thoughts between Burks and Sky Moore, though, if you do want to touch on those
1: guys. And then obviously your rankings overall as well. Man, the problem for me, Jay, is I just don't, I don't trust any Kansas City Chief wide receiver. I have no idea, man. I have no idea. And if we've seen anything from Mahomes, we know it's going to be Kelsey, and then it's just going to be, and I've said this about Kansas City for months, Jay. The wide receiver that I'm most confident in their role in that offense, the most confidence. Doesn't mean he's the best player, but I just have the mo- is Marquez Valdez Scantling. I know what he's going <sighs> to be. He's locked in. He's the starting downfield threat. Like if you're just talking about who is the one that I just know is going to be on the field and do one thing, and he's going to he only do one thing and he does it pretty well sometimes is run deep and catch the ball. Other than that, I don't know if it's going to be Rice. Who knows yeah. what's up with Tony? Justin Watson's on the field. Justin Ross. I, I have no idea. So for me, it would be Traylon Burks over Sky Moore, uh, Christian okay, Watson. We'll see. I mean, Jordan Love is apparently looking pretty good Impacters Packers not Man, he's yeah sidearm throws apparently side looking pretty it, good. Yeah. Um, it's year two. They need to, it needs to happen this year. If if Traylon, if Jahan, if Sky Moore, if Pickens, if these guys are going to become. Impactful assets for us for fantasy, gotta happen year two. It's good, you've got it. I would really like this to is see the breakout year, right? Year two. Yeah, so so are, are you
0: are you Watson over Pickens? I think no, you might I, take Pickens, I, I, honest,
1: like being honest with you, Matt. Like, oh, uh, why? Let me just ask this: what, how can you love Watson and hate Pickens? Like, I, uh, uh, uh,
0: different things though, they win differently.
1: And what did you, and what did you, what would you, you, we're referencing what George Pickens did Is real, oh, he had 800 yards. What? I mean, why, why, I just don't understand how on underdog Christian Watson's ADP is like 39 and Pickens is much later than that. I just don't, I don't get it. Well, I don't Cause get he's it.
0: the one, right? Cause he's the one. I mean, George Pickens only had
1: is 700 he? yards before is he the, one? Before
0: the yeah, I don't know like,
1: who's like, the one in Green Bay. Everything that I'm reading is Jaden Reed is his favorite target. Jayden That's Reed's- Everything I've read is he's going to Jaden Reed every time. Jane Reed, okay, so Jane right, here's,
0: here's a per, here's a perfect reason why you would prefer Christian Watson over George Pickens. Christian Watson had seven had two hundred seventy six yards after the catch. George Pickens, Pickens only had a hundred, so almost fifty percent of Christian Watson's receiving yards came after the catch in twenty twenty two. George Pickens only had a hundred of his. Good. That means that means Pickens can
1: get catch. it in other ways. That that's good. But you're the one that's tr- talking about the Holy
0: Trinity, right? You want the yards after the catch, and and Watson is significantly better after the catch. Mm-hmm. And, and to people's point, I think the target share could also be there for Christian Watson. Yeah. Right? If he's the one, he should see more targets than George Pickens, and we would project that today.
1: All right. All right. Um, so how do you have it? Watson, Pickens, Moore? Burks, Moore, Ross. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We shall see. You ready to talk this about your boy? Who are we talking about? Are you about? ready, Ray? Trigger Trey? Are you ready? Trigger Trey. Trigger Trey, Trey Lance, man. Um oh no. Listen, Why are we listen. Talking about Trey Lance? Oh, oh, you thought I was going you thought I was going to New York? Nah, baby. Trigger Trey. I'm going to Trey Lance. You know we got to talk We're about We're talking Trey. about third string quarterbacks on this show. Hey, Let's man. go. Hey, Let's listen, go. listen, 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 listen. I'm all about consistency. And if you're gonna have energy when you know things aren't and the thing is, the the interesting thing about this is Neither of us, all we've said is, all I've said is Brock is going to start. Like, it just, yeah. whether it's right or wrong, it feels like he's going to start. But all reports are Trey Lance has battled, man. Trey Lance is battling. Trey Lance Woo. has made some uh, significant improvements to his game. Uh, I trust Eric mm. Crocker. That's my dog, man. We talk all the time. He's out there, boots on the ground. We're, we're texting, we're DMing, when we're talking about, talking about what he's seeing out of camp. He feels like he's played better. He feels like he's been. He's, from what I've heard, all three quarterbacks have looked good. All three: Brock, Lance. Like the reality <laughs> Darnold, is, all three have looked good. I know the narrative is Lance has been awful, Purdy's been great, Purdy's been awful, Lance has been great. All of them have sucked. It's been Sam Darnold. But what I've what I've talked to man is all three of them have looked good. Croc's been very impressed with Sam Darnold. Said he's looked good. Said Trey Lance has improved. He said Brock Purdy like. He looks like Brock. He looks exactly like he did last year, command of the offense. What's good is that Trey Lance is battling. So I want to give him props and credit. Still don't think he's going to start in San Francisco. And honestly, it doesn't, doesn't mean, it has nothing to do with him being bad. It's just the opportunity, the window, the style. But if he can play well this preseason, hopefully what this will do is open up a trade window for him, right? Maybe a team says, I see what he can do. We want to take that chance. One of the teams that I see linked to like being around Trey Lance is, are the Minnesota Vikings, who they've got Kirk oh. Cousins. I think it would be a great spot for him. If Minnesota could trade for him, let him – because, he hell, if he stays in San Francisco, he's not going to play this year anyway, absent an injury. So get him to Minnesota. Get him learning that Kevin O'Connell offense, right? And when they don't re-sign Cousins to another one-year, $80 million deal, you got Trey Lance waiting there with – you know Justin Jefferson, you've got Jordan Addison, you've got TJ Hawkinson, you've got dynamic weapons around you. So I, I would love to see that happen for him, but want to give him some props today because all it counts is he's not backing down from the competition, man. He's stepping up, he's performing, yep. and hopefully when we see him in the preseason, he does well and uh, can open up an opportunity for him to get traded. So when you have the energy to make jokes and have fun, you got to have that same energy to stand up and say, Young man is playing well and look, he's apparently looked much better than last year. The problem is all the quarterbacks look good because it's Kyle Shanahan's offense, and they exactly. all look good yeah. every single time it's they good. play outside of Josh Johnson. So, hopefully, he can get moved uh, to another team, Jay, and we can see what he uh, what he what he can do.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's good that he's showing out, and hopefully, there's scouts there that are monitoring the situation because while the Niners say they won't trade him. I'm sure they would appreciate a draft pick or two as well, right, to just help bolster that team because they are in a win-now window. And, I mean, that's how they got Christian McCaffrey, right? They traded a bunch of picks to get him, and it worked out pretty good for them. So I'm sure they may be looking to recoup some of that as well. And Lance is obviously the easiest piece to do that with. But I also understand that he's been there for three years. So if Purdy does get hurt, he's probably the guy you want to replace him when it all comes down to it, not Darnold.
1: Yep. So you were talking about the other guy, though. You were talking about the other... The other quarterback. Who are you talking about? The guy
0: about? we do want in fantasy this year. Who do you, Your who boy. Who do you
1: want? Who you want? Oh, we,
0: Ray, come on. There's only one guy that we love on this show. Less Eugene, Maybe more than Brock Purdy.
1: Daniel Eugene Jones? Of course. You want to Danny see Daniel Eugene Jones? Let's go. Danny Dollars.
0: The way he's hey. dropping those dimes to Jalen Hyatt? To hey, Darren man.
1: Waller? The I'm camp excited, buzz. I, the camp hype it. is real. I love it. The camp hype is real, Jay. I mean... There was oh, a uh, a tweet from a longtime Giants beat reporter. Has been covering the team twenty years, and I, I'm re- I, I'm a, apologetic for remembering miss not remembering his name. It's on my timeline, but he said this was the first Giants camp that he's been to in fifteen years, where the offense was light years ahead of the defense. He said, "Really, it has been outstanding to watch Let's this." Go. He said, even during. Uh, Their Super Bowl run, the offense and that defense back then was insane. Lestrahan and Mm -hmm. Justin Tuck. I mean, the defense was incredible. They ran that NASCAR D-line package. But he was just talking about how impressive the offense looks, how impressive Daniel Jones looks, how impressive the receivers look, and how um, clicking this offense looks under Brian Dayball. The continuity, the culture change. And that's what happens, man, in life. I don't care if you're playing football. I don't care if you're... Uh, a, a, a fast food worker or you work at a law firm, if the culture of the organization in which you're a part of is broken, if the culture is not set in place, if there's not good management and leadership at the top of the foundation, hell, even in the fantasy space, it's an absolute train wreck. So a changing yeah. culture should yield positive results. It doesn't mean it happens immediately, but I think what you're seeing out of New York is a player that whether you like them as a, as a draft prospect or not having confidence in yourself and having people have confidence and belief in you is paramount in life, dude. Like, so playing football is no different playing sports are no different. Jay, you see it. You're a big baseball fan. Think about how many times pitchers they get in their head, right? Batters, they get in their head and uh, you lose that confidence and then you hit a slump. There's no difference in football. And I can't blame, these quarterbacks who have had multiple offensive coordinators, incompetence at the top, team not surrounding them with weapons. You look at what the Giants are doing. Highest paid left tackle in football who's an all-pro stud in Andrew Thomas. Mm-hmm. They solidified their offensive and defensive line last year. They took a player that some people thought was a first-round center in John Michael Smiths This yep. year, you bring in a Waller. You get guys that fit the system, and you give your signal caller confidence. I'm excited for Daniel Jones, who was QB 10 last year, Jay, and I think – He's got top five upside. Not saying he's going to get there, but you're talking about a player who can get there. I think that's Daniel Jones this year. So camp hype is on 1 million, but I really, really like what I'm seeing out of New York right now.
0: Yeah, it's it's really just compounding what we saw last season. Everything we heard last year was the culture switch bringing Brian Dayball in. And obviously we saw the results on the field and it was a giant team that really surprised us last season. I think we're gonna see even more of that this year. People can bring up how Daniel Jones didn't throw a ton of touchdowns last season. And I get that, but again, second year in the system, an even further jump, much more weapons on offense. If they're fully healthy, they should have a complement of weapons that is actually useful and will help Daniel Jones out a lot. So I think that's a big difference as well. Yes, Darius Slayton's still there and he was a piece on offense last year, but a lot of it was just dink and dunk, two players that don't have a ton of talent underneath. And now you're bringing guys that's their specialty on top of second year in Brian Dayball's offense, and we know that he likes to utilize that slot receiver heavily, and I think that Jones will as well, on top of having a field stretcher in Jalen High and Darren Waller up the middle. I think it'll all come together for the Giants in what could be a very good season for them on offense, and hopefully that defense is a little bit better because it was really bad last season. But I think when we talk about fantasy football, all the Giants are probably a little bit underrated right now because they do have a pretty solid upside playing in a tough division, where there will be a lot of big games and probably a lot of points scored on all sides.
1: And and I just want to, like, and I saw a couple of comments. Uh, Kyle said this, and uh, 100%, man. He said, good point. Look at T-Law as a rookie compared to T-Law in year two. I mean, that there was an article that dropped, I believe, last night on The Athletic, and it was just diving into the incompetence of Urban Meyer and how bad that situation was. And then Joe said, um, the best owners and managers are genuinely... People, persons, 100%. Like you have to for be sure. relatable. Um, you have to in order to be effective um, in life and in your career field. So I'm um, excited for them for fantasy. I do think the team, Jay, I'm not expecting them to be a second round playoff team this year. I think they're a little overrated as a okay. team. I think That's they fair. may have maybe overperformed a little bit last year, just a little bit overperformed. Absolutely. Absolutely, I think their line, their their wins total is six and a half, seven and a half with juice to the under. I think seven and a half with juice to the under right now for the Giants. So I think the team can take a step back, but I definitely expect and hope that Jones and that offense can take a step forward. He looks very good so far in training camp, Jay. All right. Last thing that I'm going to do, Jay, and I, I wasn't going to do this. This is not, on the show sheet, I wasn't going to do this, oh. Jay, but okay. there, this past week, there were a lot of teams that had these um structured scrimmages, the most realistic mm-hmm. training camp practice thing that you can do. We're about to start up an uh, inter-squad scrimmages, so we're going to see a little more competition and one-on-ones in the trenches, specifically, Jay, but I wanted to give you, Jay, one final. <laughs> I mean, just, I'm not going to do this again, Jay. This is it. This is your final <laughs> opportunity To get this thing right, because I'm just watching, Jay. I'm just, listen, I'm just doing my due diligence in in preparation for the show. I'm seeing Mm -hmm. a lot of this. Seeing a lot of Justin Fields dotting it. That's DJ (laughs) Moore right there. I mean, heaters. DJ, look at that. Ball placement. Great pass. Look at that. Justin Fields. We we saw this. Look at this. Right. Justin Fields is throwing (laughs) dots at the Bears Family Fest today. I mean, Chase Claypool, Jay. Look at look at this. Let's just let's just look at Fields down there, Jay. Claypool. No I know it's small. I can't blow it. I mean, this is. <laughs> I'm giving you one final opportunity, Jay. Can Ray, Justin no Fields way, and DJ Moore be a top ten combination for fantasy football in 2023? Your final chance to get this right, Jay.
0: What? No. Come Ray, on, baby. No, what we got? They,
1: no, they can't.
0: No, it's not happening. I. I I think people just forget that this is not, this is nothing to do with Justin Fields' talent. Yes, he can throw the ball.
1: It's nothing to
0: do with that. It's the fact that he doesn't throw the ball that often. And so to be a top 10 duo in the league, you got to throw the ball. And yes, he will get his rushing yards. He'll be great for fantasy. And I talked about this on a podcast. I am perfectly fine with Justin Fields at cost. I think he'll be great this year. But to tell me that he's going to be this great passer, and he's going to get the ball to D.J. Moore 140 times. I'm not buying that. Get and out if of here, he's not Jorge. doing that, since, since. if he's not going to do that, why are we buying into him? He is overvalued because he's D.J. Moore. And I get it. I love D.J. Moore, too. But he is not A.J. Brown. He is not Stefan Diggs. Boo. So do not make those comparisons. Boo. He is a great receiver. He is not those guys. And more importantly, I'm not betting on this offense changing that much. I love Justin Fields. I think he's a phenomenal talent. But he does need to show it in the passing game and not against Ray. If you recall, the worst team in the league last year. Maybe he can improve on the on on, on offense, not throwing it against the worst team in the league.
1: <sighs> there it is. Jay Rich is still tripling down on his take. About uh I don't know Justin why you Fields keep asking me about this. It's, it's and a very simple answer.
0: The the volume probably won't be there, and that's why we'll be disappointed.
1: Here, Joe's got some Joe's got some stats for you. I heard a crazy stat somewhere, but if Fields doubled his passing attempts from last season, he'd only he'd only uh what's his lead spot? lead, lead by, by, eight. by eight. So or if something? he doubled his oh. pass attempts, so he so would only be
0: leading the league
1: by eight, which is bad. That's really bad. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, all right, man. That's the show for today. We got a, lot of, we got a lot of good stuff coming up this week. Rookie report will be out. I want to put it out on Tuesday. I put it out on Wednesday, but it may be Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday, rookie report week two. There's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about in regards to some of the rookie tight ends that are getting buzzed. Man, yep. they're all get, Jay, they're all getting buzzed. Laporta, well, Washington, Kincaid. Washington, yeah. Musgrave, no Michael Porter. Mayer, not a lot of Mayer no talk come Michael out of Las Vegas, but- Makes me sad. Add a be on the Rookie Report. Somebody asked me, Ray, do you think DJ Moore, a top 10 wide receiver this year? What? I think what? that's what? I, what What? What? Uh, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, he can get there. Not in my, yeah, I'm with How, you. How, yeah.
0: Ray? How? How does he get there?
1: Huh? How?
0: How? does he become a top 10 wide receiver? Gets Does he have to th- score twelve touchdowns
1: to do that? Because he's—I <laughs> don't know how he gets there. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, you shit. gotta catch. Don't I need 80, to look at some stuff? I don't passes. know. I don't know. Oh, just, we got some say super no. chats, just David. No. David from across the pond, our favorite Jack Let's go. We got David. some super chats. Let's go. Here we go. Half array only. Pick eight players: two QB, two running back, three wide receiver, one tight end. Wearing shirt numbers zero through nine only. Can only pick each shirt once. Jay Rich, the same, but shirts 20 through 10. Okay, this feels like a- Are we uh,
0: picking jersey numbers?
1: Uh, Hold on. No, no. It says for Ray only, pick eight players, Jay. Two quarterbacks, all right? Oh. Listen, two quarterbacks, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end wearing their jerseys only zero through nine. Number zero through nine. I got to pick eight. Can pick one each shirt. Can only pick each shirt once. This is
0: gonna be tough. There's certain jersey numbers. I don't know. Um, I mean, I got Jefferson at 18. I can't even think of other numbers. You
1: can't you can't think of any more receivers. Adam Thielen, 19. I'm helping you out. Adam Thielen, 19. Adam Thielen, ugh. Adam Thielen, no. 19. All right, let me do mine. Let me do mine. I got we gotta pick got? eight players, right? So I gotta pick one quarterback. So my quarterback would be Jalen Hurts, number one. Running back, I'll take um. Who do we take? I'll take Cam Akers. You Makers. take Jamar
0: Chase.
1: I'll take I'll take Cam Akers at three, at wide receiver. I will take Jamar Chase at one, and tight end. I can only pick zero through nine. I don't know if there's a tight end. Oh, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. I got Pitts yeah, at eight. No, All right. Great. All right. Your turn. Quarterback. Who you got? You can't use. I mean, one. I got Allen
0: and Mahomes. Fifteen and seventeen. I got Jefferson at eighteen. Running back got go running the only back. One I can think of is Kenneth Gainwell, who's fourteen.
1: Yeah, Kenneth Gainwell, fourteen. Uh, I mean, Saquon's fun. in the twenties. This is fun. I, I'm trying
0: to think wide receiver. I'm trying to think of an eleven who isn't Darnell. Come on, Moody. baby, AJ uh, a- Brown. Who's, oh, AJ Brown is eleven. AJ Brown. What is Smitty?
1: Six. It's not yours. AJ Brown. All right, Six, you got yours. Yeah. We got another one for the community. <laughs> again, using shirt numbers zero through nineteen. Two QBs, three running backs, four receivers, one tight end. Only one player from an NFL team. Oh, my gosh. David. And only one player wearing any shirt number. Best unique team I will get. Whoa. Okay. All right. David says he's going to give $100. Oh, Let me read this Dumb, out. This David's is fun. This money. is for the community. All right. This is for the community. Davidson, and I trust David. He's the one. I trust David, man. This money is coming in. Look at him. Look at profile pick, man. He's hanging out with Jags cheerleaders. I trust him. For the community. In the Discord, you gotta be in the Discord using only jersey numbers zero through 19. Two quarterbacks, three running backs, four receivers, one tight end, and each player can only come from an NFL like it's one player from each NFL team. All right. And one player wearing the up, jersey. I'll numbers. set up
0: I'll set it up in the Discord. You'll I'll set, set it up, up in the Discord? Discord. Set it yeah, up in I'll the I'll do a channel
1: just for that.
0: Okay, and set you the channel in the And David can pick somebody.
1: I like that. I like that. All right, man. All right, Jay. I got Bleacher Report today. Make sure y'all tap into me. I'm doing the top 10 power rankings, NFL teams through NFL training camp. Jay Richards got straight to the bank. We got Destination Dynasty, Destination Chill dropped last night. Overreaction off the line, 4-D, untitled. Got a good lineup this week. Rookie Report dropping on Wednesday. Jay, anything you want to say to people before we get out of here today? Link in the description. Sign up for our dub club, baby. Fuck you like. Count
0: that money. Count that money, baby. There it is.
1: And um we are very soon. Three days a week. Not next week, but the week after. Very soon. Cause uh I got vacation. I got vacation this week. I'm going on vacation this week. Cause your birthday. People gotta remember your birthday. My birthday at the end of the month. Yeah, all that stuff. All right, man. Good show. Good show. We appreciate everybody being in the building. Make sure you go get that hundred dollars from David. You gotta do the uh i do the do the challenge in the discord and i'll be giving away some free discord memberships later this month because i just want people to join the community man. i'm trying to just build a dope community so if you've been on the fence thinking about dd money's a little funny i'm telling you it's a dope community hit me up in the dms we'll see if we can uh, get you guys lo- uh logged in to kind of check it out for a month see if you want to join there's some good stuff happening at dd appreciate everybody being in the building today y'all have a great week Make it great, go do great things, be blessed, and we'll see y'all next Monday. We love you, we out, peace. Before y'all close off of the video, I just wanna say thank you for checking out the content on Destination Devi. Really appreciate every single view that we get. And the only thing that I ask is that you hit the thumbs up button, like the content, subscribe to the channel, and if you can, comment below for the algorithm, really helps the channel grow. Now, if you want more exclusive access to me and the entire Destination Devi team, Patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access. Now, if your money's a little funny, we do have free content for you. Make sure you subscribe to the All Gas newsletter. There's a link in the description of this video below. And subscribe to the Destination Debbie podcast radio feed, where we got all types of shows hitting airwaves every single week. Now y'all can get out of here. I appreciate y'all tapping in. It's all gas all the time. I love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace.